0: Germany, 377 medals. Norway, 329 medals. Russia, 314 medals. These are the countries at the summit of Winter Olympic success. This show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The athletes with a pocket full of dreams and everything to prove. This is Medallica, colon minnows versus the world. Colon, cul-de-sac to career. Hello and welcome back to Medallica colon minnows versus the world, colon cul-de-sac to Korea. It is episode four and day two of the
1: 2018 Winter Olympiad. Rig, how are you? Mate, I'm doing fantastic. I'm sweating in our 27 degree hotel room. About to go into the minus 12 degree. I never thought I'd be praying for the minus 12. (laughs) Well, it's a fucking massive
0: day here and you know Why? It is a Kiwi day. It's a Kiwi Sunday. If you are of New Zealand heritage or just like what they're about and think that ESPN can go fuck themselves by criticising the all-black uniforms, then get towards a television. Right now, as we record, Carlos Garcia Knight is sitting in the bronze medal position of the men's snowboard slope style. The Kiwis have never won a bronze medal. Never won a bronze. I've only won one medal before in 1992 in Albertville, a silver medal. Absolutely. So, a bronze is almost as good as a gold, because that is another duck in, in, broken. In this scenario, yes, absolutely. Huge. Also, the Savo, our boy, Peter Michael, the bad boy of speed skating amazing. races.
1: What an amazing human. We have locked up an interview with Peter, and that is going to be exclusive on Triple J Monday morning, so make sure that you get around that.
0: Absolutely. So... First things, let's get into it. Shiva Keshevan, what a man, what a man, what, what a, a man! Shi- He's a Shiva Keshevan. Keshevan. He uh he <laughs> raced the luge last night. Uh, heats one and two didn't go as well as he wanted in heat one, uh, but finished the uh, the second heat in a princely thirty fourth place yep. and went off like a frog in a sock,
1: mate. He 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 was acting as if he was on the fifth iteration of the John Farnham farewell tour. He he, he jumped straight off the track and into the ground, uh, into the stands, and was jumping up and down with the strong Indian contingent that came there to support him, but it was great to see.
0: It was huge, and we're looking forward to uh, trying to sew up um, a chat with Shiva now that he's um, close to finishing his, his race. Uh, we did think that perhaps... Now that his uh, actual involvement in the Olympics is over, he might give us the time of day, but uh, we might not give him the time of day if his (laughs) event is over. We'll see how that goes. Big shout-out to Shiva. And overnight, the Indian contingent of our Facebook followers really came to the fore, and we woke up to a a bunch of new Indian followers and likes. So good for you. If you're listening from uh, any part of India, shout us out. If you don't understand what we're saying, then then Also shout us out, but
1: in your language.
0: Shout us out. Uh, our accents are difficult to understand. We're going to dive into it as well. Uh, Martins de Kors, the Latvian Twitter followers. The luge lord. They are coming in fucking heaps. They are loving it. The Latvian Olympic Committee retweeted uh, our uh, tweet yesterday. It looks like that might be our in to Martin de Kors. If you, This is the first time you've listened. We are hacks. We have no media accreditation. <laughs> and our closest uh, form of legitimate correspondence is Instagram. Yep. (laughs) So (laughs) we are... (laughs) All of our business dealings go through Instagram. Completely. So
1: any interviews that we get... Are absolutely gold laced nuggets of awesome. They're the best, and we've also got uh, something coming up. We got an email, very exciting email, about midnight last night when oh, we were several drinks deep. Yes, from uh, from Peter Taufatofua. Yes, so he's he's super super keen uh, to get amongst what we're about. So he's just kind of training for his event first, and then we'll have a chat to him afterwards. And his, like- his rig is ninety five percent of Twitter at the moment. <laughs> it's just the entire internet,
0: Peter. If you're listening, can you stop making it? so fucking difficult for the rest of us it's actually my my, my wife sent me a message going uh look while you're over there if you could just get me an exclusive interview with peter Taufa DeFua, and i'm like i can't even get one and she's gone shut up and do it
1: (laughs) i uh i I showed my mum what we were doing over here and showed her a picture of your rig on twitter peter and she promptly went to the laundry for 10 uninterrupted minutes
0: (laughs) anyway so that's where we're at with peter uh and finally we're about to get a visit from one of the all-time greats who will be on the show. It is going to be enormous. Uh, we'll keep, keep a lid on that one until we've uh, we've got the ability to uh, indulge more details. But we're going straight into it today. Massive day for all minnows. I'm just going to quickly run you through it. Uh, right now, the men's snowboard slope style with Carlos Garcia night. Uh, we have Peter Michael from New Zealand and speed skating at 5,000 at, uh, 5, metres at 4 o'clock. Uh, there is 3.15, the men's 2x15 case uh, cross-country event. Features Snorri Inarsen from Iceland, <laughs> Paul Constantin Pippin from <laughs> Romania, and Irinu Esteve Altimiras from Andorra. Classic. Uh, the women's figure skating short program, Israel, are throwing down against the rest of the world. Uh, we have the rest of the men's luge tonight, which features three Latvians, who I'm going to call... Uh, the, uh, the DAK trio, D-A-K. Uh, it is Darzniks, Aporjad, and Kivlinieks from Latvia. Uh, from Romania, we have Turia and Kritu. And then from Georgia, Sogioni. And uh, from Chinese Taipei, Lin. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I hope I pronounced that. Uh, and finally, in the men's uh, 10K biathlon sprint at 8.15, Andreas Rastorguljivs <laughs> from Latvia. I don't apologise for any pronunciation. <laughs> and to the Latvian contingent, please keep listening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to move on to our created country, the People's Republic of Rigistan. Yes! Another day, another huge bunch of Korean people <laughs> swindled <laughs> by our monkey shines. Our, uh, our cab drivers... Last night, were a 100% into our Olympic efforts. What sports do you uh, do you compete in? What are you doing in Seoul? I'm just oh. like, I'm really, really happy that you cannot understand what I'm saying to you.
0: I'm going to find it very difficult to go back to my regular life not wearing the Olympic rings on my chest all of the time because it's, yeah. it's, it's the fucking best. It is one of the best drugs ever. And anyone that's listening that is an Olympian, that's like, you guys are denigrating the entire tradition, our response to you is... We started a country.
1: How many countries have you started? Yeah, exactly. Shut your damn mouth. So we also went into a a restaurant in a a prominent part of Seoul, which has a large expat community. It's called Itaewon. And we walked into this American-style Mexican joint, and you could have heard a fucking pin drop. The only (laughs) thing that was missing was the record scratch. (laughs) (laughs) It was just ridiculous. Yeah. We had about 110 sets of eyeballs just set upon us as we walked through in offensively yellow tracksuits. <laughs> they are blinding. It's the most people that have mumbled,
0: Rikustan
1: since we were at the airport and the Norwegians were trying to figure out how we were about to rob them. <laughs> It was amazing, and, and I mean, there's more where that came from, because we're actually heading out to the coastal cluster of Noon today, Yes, so we're going to be completely kitted out. I think a lot of people, I've had mates try to get in touch with me and be like, you're not actually wearing those all the time. Fucking wrong. We are wearing them all of the time. And for people who are wondering, you're washing them, right?
0: Fuck no, we're not. We have one tracksuit (laughs) each, and the laundry facilities at the t Mark Grand Hotel in Seoul are non-existent, mostly because the maid here has already come in, uh, looked at the room, then shut the door and never came back, and that was four days ago. So, uh, yeah, speaking of of going to the coastal cluster, the absolute clusterfuck that was trying to get our way there uh, using the Korean fast rail KTX.
1: This is... (laughs) We should
0: probably go. Introduce this segment. Speaking of coastal clusters slash cluster fucks, it's time for everyone's favourite segment: career advisors. <laughs> so, uh, we needed to to buy some train tickets.
1: Korea has built a bullet train to get yep. from Seoul uh, to the Olympic venues. So, um, yeah, just just to put this into perspective for for people who who may not understand, the train that we're about to catch today, which we eventually got tickets for travels almost the entire width of South Korea. Yeah. It is
0: ridiculous. Goes three hundred and twenty Ks an hour. Uh it it flies there. Yeah. yeah. Not actually it's a train. But no. <laughs> it but, it does get there very quickly. It was
1: an absolute it was nothing short of an ordeal trying to get tickets for this train. Uh, it's so yeah, we haven't exactly nailed um our
0: lead in no. to these to these Olympics. Uh, in any organizational front, but we did not anticipate that when we went and said, "Hey, we need tickets uh, any time of the day," we'll be fine tomorrow.
1: That they would say there are no tickets, <laughs> and and this the, the girl, the teller, was just setting us up to fail. She was just she she would print a receipt full of the times and then go three, three, the three o'clock <laughs> sold out <laughs> four, <laughs> four o'clock. o'clock Sold out. And she was, was, she was, she was circling the times. Three o'clock, we're like, oh, great. And then she would strike her pen through it. (laughs) Sold out. Four o'clock, strike out. It sold out. And so we are going to be standing on a two hour bullet train going 350Ks an
0: hour. Furious. The most furious person is our videographer, Michael, who we're pretty sure this is the last straw. He's about to fucking consume us. Just fillet our bodies. Exactly.
1: We promised his girlfriend, Sonia, before we left that we would feed him. Yes. But we we didn't mean (laughs) We didn't mean putting our bodies on the line. He literally looks like he's going to flay us alive. (laughs) So, uh, career advisors.
0: Corail. Yeah, we found out that that's a bit of a classified... We already have tickets to all these events that we now can't get to. So, uh, (laughs) we're thinking we might have to rent a car. Found out that in Korea depending on what your number plate is you can either drive on even or odd days so that we are makes just, a fuck ton of sense <laughs> we're fucking baffled so volunteers huge yep. part of every olympics absolutely the cornerstone yep. the backbone yeah except in korea where they are effectively being treated like they're in a prisoner of war camp <laughs> they are being 15000 of them are being housed in straw huts and being fed what would commonly be considered riot food in a prison <laughs> When you go into solitary. Is that food that you riot with? Or is that food (laughs) that you eat during a riot? That's food that starts riots. (laughs) It's the sort of. It's like the final straw. You've got a a maximum security facility packed with murderers. And the one thing that tips them over the edge is when they get fucking grey on grey on grey in a bowl. Wow. That's it. Riot time. (laughs) So. These these guys are not fucking happy. Uh, they thousand five hundred of them quit three days before the games. Shit. Um, after seeing what the facilities were like, uh, so they they walked in with their with their kit and they've yep. gone, oh fuck nah, this, no nah, fuck this. So yeah, so of the 2,500 quit straight away. Shit. It's a high high proportion. Um, and the rest of them are trying to mount some kind of trade unionist style movement to get better <laughs> facilities, starting a fucking revolution. <laughs> Yeah, so that uh, that's that, and the the other one is, uh, look before before we say this, know that we say all of these things tongue in cheek, and we are just reporting the news. So we are about to sprint. Shit, yeah, we we have to catch a train it uh in thirty five minutes, and we're still recording. Yep. Shit, a fucking brick.
1: Yeah. Um, we are going to have to absolutely tear down a soul station. Okay. Uh, donut spotlight, Denmark. A
0: Scandinavian country surrounded by countries that just absolutely dine out on the yep. Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Norway, crazy amount of medals. Just ridiculous. Sweden. Fucking loves it. Loves it. Finland, not as good, but still, it's still they, ro- they still get there. Yep, absolutely. They, they've already won a gold this uh no they haven't. They won a bronze Sweden the other haven't. day. Finland won a bronze. So Denmark. They've been to nineteen Winter Olympics. Jesus. They have won one. Single medal, which was in curling (laughs) at the 1998 Winter Olympics. I've got a a Danish mate. Big shout out to Christopher Birch. Uh, Sounds super Danish. It it does. It's a Christopher spelt with a K and two Fs. Okay, I'll give that to you. Yeah. Uh, So was in Copenhagen, and I can understand how the Danes sometimes uh, don't fare as well in competition because they are the nicest people on the planet. (laughs) But at the same time, when I speak to him about the Winter Olympics, there is a darkness that befalls his eyes. <laughs> a, a, Goes black like a shark. A grating disappointment at his yeah. countrymen. So Denmark, they're in, uh, they do love curling. And since, yep. since 1998, they've gone absolutely bananas for it. Yep. They're in the men's and women's curling okay. uh, this Olympics. The women are the longest of underdogs. Um, however, it's curling. We've watched a lot of it. This, uh, this, it's stones this on ice, man. Yep. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Fucking anything. One person on their day fires at 100%. Denmark, standing atop the podium with their very strange national anthem blaring. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> the, the only, only other thing is that uh, Denmark, uh, traditionally in, in sport, have, have battled. They are in line to, uh, to medal. You know why? Why? Recent success. Australian Open, Caroline Wozniacki.
1: Yes. I thought she was
0: Polish until yesterday. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. She is a Dane. She is a tennis champion, an Australian Open champion, and it is just time for the Danes to roll the fuck on and start claiming gold left, right, and center.
1: Can I ask you a question? Is your name Basil Zempelis? Because you just spoke about Denmark at the Winter Olympics by going on about Carolyn Wozniacki for two straight minutes. Absolutely. I met a Swiss Olympian yesterday and all we spoke about was Roger Federer. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So so that is Denmark. We will follow the uh, women's and men's curling very closely and uh, see how they fare. But legit, we have 32 minutes to get from our hotel to Seoul Station. That is the end of the episode for uh, day two of the 2018 Winter Olympiad. We will catch you tomorrow. See you, guys.